Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to Just Another Football Podcast. Um, No, Harry hasn't turned American. Uh, This is Ali. Harry has uh, business to attend to tonight. Um... And George is also not with us because he won the league with his uh, with his university team. Up the boys, um, but we do have Fergal, who is a podcast Hello. regular. Hello, Fergal. How are you? I'm good. Good. And, uh, it's uh, yeah, been an up and down week, but I'm I'm, I'm I think I'm on the up again. Well, yeah. Well, I know. I I think I know why, and I think uh, listeners will be knowing why. It's uh, it's the Wednesday after game week 37 of the Premier League just finished. Um, thank you, Fergal, for for coming on tonight. Because I did, we were uh, Harry and myself and, and George were like, uh, okay, let's let's delay the episode this week. We were struggling to make it this Tuesday, and uh, we were like, okay, let's delay the episode. Let's make an episode on Saturday. Um, on Saturday, we will be releasing an episode about Euro squad selections. So do look forward to that. Uh, the three of us will be going through our uh, team selections, and uh, we'll be taking your thoughts on that as well um we also have a twitter page where you can you're free to send us your england squads your 26 man squads uh it is at jaf underscore pod so jaf for just another podcast uh, just another jaf for just <laughs> another football and then underscore podcast i hope that made sense um but the link to oh, that will be in the description. you don't want to get that one yeah J- uh, jaf underscore pod uh, it, it was actually the old Twitter page that existed um, when uh, Rob was the host, and we have now revived it. And uh, you can uh, feel free to follow us. Uh, it's uh, new episodes will be released there, and um, you know we'll be posting more you know posts, uh, just taking your opinions and uh, doing polls and things like that. Um, but we do welcome your your thoughts and feedback on there as well. Um, so we thought. There is too much to happen not to talk about. Fans are back. Leicester won the FA Cup. The top four uh, race is uh, is you know at its peak, and uh, we thought we needed to record an episode. And, and Fergal uh, is now with us to discuss all of that. Fergal, the FA Cup final. There's a sense that um, what, I feel like what 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 final. Uh, there's a there's a cup there's a cup competition in England. Uh, it's pretty old actually. They played it for a hundred plus years, I think. Um, it's called the FA Cup Final. Have you heard of it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's coming back to me a little bit. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Do yeah. you remember Telemans? Telemans. The Mo- he plays for Monaco. Is that right? No, he went to Leicester. <laughs> he went to Leicester all right, the other all year. Right, all right. Um, yeah. yeah. No, sadly, I do remember this game. Sadly, it was it it spoiled my um, spoiled my weekend. It, yeah, it sure did. Um, and I do feel like in for a game um of this big a magnitude for Leicester City and a game that Chelsea were involved in uh, so many times and had uh, a lot of you know experiences and the expectation before the season would be Chelsea can can make a cup final. Um, well, Leicester are a very strong team, and uh, we'll discuss them um, a little bit later on. But I, I feel like there was a sense that Leicester 
the occasion got to them in the first half, and then they embraced it more the second half. And they scored the goal. The Leicester fans were up for it a little bit more watching from here um, on ESPN. Uh, I, I felt like Leicester wanted it more is a bit harsh, but do you feel like, is there a sense of disappointment that you felt like Chelsea weren't um, perhaps as as keen on winning the game as Leicester were at times? If that makes any sense at all. Um, I thought, I, I, I personally thought it was, I didn't think either team were that great. It's just that in the, I, th- I thought it was individual moments more than any team performance that that really um got Leicester over the line, like it was it was um Telemans and uh, Telemans Schmeichel and Fofana probably the standout oh, yeah. players, um and um and Chelsea the Chelsea the Chelsea no Chelsea player really stood out, Reese James done well but then he gave the ball away for the winner um and it was it was disappointing there was there was a the the team selection was was uh strange from Tuchel uh I saw a lot of people giving off about Mendy not starting I do get that but I also I don't mind a cup a cup goalkeeper and and I think you especially in the FA Cup like it, 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 obviously I'm not going to try and say that Chelsea didn't want to win it but like like it is it is a lesser it's less important of a competition to Chelsea and and I think if you want your like co- your your um second choice goalkeeper to, to get involved I don't think it's a bad thing for him to be be, be involved with especially when Kepa like we're, they're, they're trying to get his value back up so play him in this game you know if he had if he did Make a couple of saves. It would have helped. If he saves that. that shot, which you yeah. don't expect anybody in the world to do, I did hear. Well, like, a lot some of people were saying about... Mandy, Mandy would have saved it. Yeah, but... I, I don't. I actually don't agree. Like, it, I don't. I don't think it's a guarantee. Some people are making out as if it was a guarantee. I yeah. think it's definitely more likely Mandy saves it. Just like the the logic of what people were saying was, didn't make sense. Like he's just bigger. He's a longer reach, and he he might have Kepa got close. Mandy might have got it. Uh, but there's no way of knowing for sure, and and it was a great strike. But yeah, yeah, Chelsea were Chelsea were just really disappointing. Um, Mount had a poor game. Um, well, if Mount scores, and, that, and not uh, to, to single him out, but it's just yeah. that he's he's usually the one that steps up, and that, like I don't think he had, he had the worst game by any stretch of the imagination in the Chelsea team. But um, but he, I was expecting more from him just because of, of his own high standards. Um, Ziyech, poor. Like there was a lot, lot of there wasn't much pace in the attack. Werner, Werner looked like he was. The, the most annoying thing for me was that, in hindsight, Chelsea had a spell. It didn't even make the highlights, but uh, I watched just after watching the highlights back again just to jog my memory, and um, and Chelsea, Chelsea had a spell in the first half. It was before it. It was just a few minutes before Evans went off injured, where, um, Werner was playing on the last man, and Evans did not want to go into a foot race with him with any balls over the top. So it was dropping off, dropping off, dropping off, leaving space for Ziyech Mount, um, to to occupy on the like, in between the defense and the midfield, and they were getting the ball in those positions, looking like it was sort of like. They had the potential to be dangerous in those yeah. moments, 
and then and then there's a couple of times Werner got the ball around um you know again in that spot and was running at the defense and the defense were just dropping off dropping off dropping off and um and it, there was loads of space and he got t- he got a shot away and then he'd done one sideways pass for one of them but my point about this was that moment that's the moment where you you go for it you take you go for the juggler in those moments like i in my head it felt like a naive team that were like are oh, we you know we're gonna get more chances like this in the game yeah you know i, I feel i feel like a, a good cup fight we didn't even get a proper chance from from these moments what was it we didn't even get a proper like good on target it i felt, it felt like in hindsight if we commit more men there if you like realize that they're they're vulnerable in that moment and take the take, create a chance and take it in that moment, it's a lot of if buts and maybe's I'm talking about here. But that's what wins you. And uh, can you hear me? All right. Oh, there we yep. Go. Okay. Um, just got out a little bit. Sorry. Uh, sorry, my mic went. Um, and um, and yeah, I just thought it was. Um, in hindsight, it's it's like I think I think they were just going oh it'll come it'll come it'll come and you mm-hmm. know cup finals you need to take those chances you need to be ruthless and then from that point on once Evans was substituted off it was fairly comfortable for Leicester um uh, the second half was fairly comfortable uh neither team I thought played that well but the individuals stood stepped up for Leicester and they had bigger games and it's something that we flagged in in the previous one of the previous pods about mm-hmm. the character within the Chelsea team Mount didn't step up, and and if Mount doesn't step up, you know you're looking around for in the attacking areas for for players that would, and and there's not many of them. There's a lot to pick on here, um, because I don't think it was particularly comfortable for Leicester once they scored, um, and that's by evidence of the the two great chances that they had and the goal that was given offside, which uh, which we can <laughs> talk about as well. It it felt like it felt though like Reese James starting at right center back while. The idea from that is is good because he's dealing with the pace of of Vardy. Mm-hmm. At the other end, that really hurt them going forward because Aspilicueta yeah. kept getting into spaces to cross, and it looked really promising. And then he just lost his lines or doesn't get the cross right, doesn't be the per- first man, or you know just doesn't get it right. If that was Reese James, he's he's a better crosser than Aspilicueta, and not say that Aspilicueta didn't have a very decent game on the uh, on the wing back and. Um, not only this game, but in in other games too. Yeah, Reese James is better going forward. I don't think there's yeah. Yeah, and and, and, and I heard someone else say that you know Vardy's only scored two like, in fifteen two goals recently. Yeah, so and, it's and, two in um, fifteen. So it like Leicester have been pretty much carried by Iheanacho's, whose form has been just incredible. Uh, he's he scored sixteen and eighteen. So why are you concerned with with someone who is way off form? who you have other options like you could have put Rudiger on him and uh and you know used Reese James going forward and the other thing is I think especially if Timo if if Christian Pulisic has started shock an American saying Timo Furner should have started uh uh Christian Pulisic sorry um if Pulisic uh started there the injection of pace that this game had when once Pulisic was brought on was was remarkable and it it should have it hopefully would have told uh i don't i don't think he i don't think he had much of an impact to be honest but um uh, i 
I think if if he had started when I was talking about the the moments when Chelsea they had had those space in between the lines, that could mm-hmm. have been when when Pulisic made the most out of those chances. Um, like Werner, Werner could have been subbed off at like I don't even know. I'm not actually sure when he in. subbed off, but yeah, no, like because uh, I think the thing is, I think he he actually did create space. But it was only because Johnny Evans was injured and didn't want to go into a foot race with him. Mm-hmm. If if he, I was only because of that that Werner was useful. But if you if Johnny Evans is fully fit, I think he has Werner in his back pocket and isn't worried. But but only because he was injured and he was like, I don't want to go into a race with him. I'm gonna pull up. He just dropped off instead. But so I thought Werner was used, fairly useful in the first half. I get it. Mm-hmm. After that. Nothing. <laughs> Sub him off at sixty minutes. He was he, he, like he's no presence in the box, as well. Like like and small small strikers can't have a presence. Like you don't have to be. Si- he he six can be able to, to hold the ball presence. up and be able to to turn or let off to someone or, uh, you know, get the ball like uh, <laughs> Salah against Leicester. That's the example I always use. Salah against Leicester in his forty four goal season. There was a game when he turned Suyuncu twice in like the the same 10 minute window uh mm-hmm. to pull back from one nil down to one up and that's that was like a prime example of a small forward being able to still hold off a a, a big center half if he's if he's being smart about it but timo Werner, yeah as you say he's he's barely a presence physically in the box um and in addition to the fact that he's he's just having a very bad season on the ball <laughs> Six goals yeah, with, uh, I, with that many games plays, and and then to go to like the other weird changes, like Chilwell not starting. Chilwell uh, whenever not I start, saw, uh, whenever I saw Alonso in fairness, I was actually going, I get that he's he can be a big game player, and I saw actually he had a, he had a decent chance, like it was well it was half a chance, the header at the back post, but it went safely into Schmeichel's hands, mm-hmm. um, but. It was the wrong decision because the impact Chua had off the bench, you know, he's he's a shoulder width away from from making a goal. Yeah. Um. Maybe and, arguably um, a frame of yeah footage away. I, but also he's just been in great form. He's like he he has been a bit um, yeah, like a bit he he's been a bit suspect at times this season, but um, I recently. Think... For, from the semi-final what. on, he's been fantastic. One of the things, uh, and this is going to be a bit of a spoiler for, for Saturday or Friday or whenever this episode is going to come out. Um, at times this year, I would have I would have thought a little bit about who would start at left back for England. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is much of a question now. Chilwell, no. Chilwell has just reserved his spot in the starting 11 for me. The starting 11? For All England. right. All right. I thought you were gonna no. For me, it's still Shaw. Um, still Luke Shaw. Yeah, I th- although if if we play the wing back, uh, I I could see, um, Chilwell being the better option. Mm. But I think like Luke Shaw, Luke Shaw got players player of the year at United this year. It deserves which, itself. Which, I mean, he's uh, he's been excellent. And but the fact, the, fa- the fact he even... got pl- the fact he got players player is something though. Like, yeah. It, um. Player's player yeah. is always uh, the the most important one. Yeah, 
because fans player of the year you have everybody voting for it and it's you know it's perhaps a, a lot of it is going to be media driven because you know the media is portraying a certain uh, image about like who's who's been the better player Mm. But players well, player we... is like these are your colleagues voting for you as better than mm. all of the others. So that's um yeah, that's that's a, a really important one for me. But yeah. Uh, and then and then lastly, just to and I wanna give less some praise as well, but la- the last point in Chelsea is is um I, you know, I'm gonna sound like a broken record, but Tommy Abraham <laughs> wasn't in the squad. Um Yeah, that you know, that was strange. And he had he had Chilwell and Emerson on the bench, two left back. Now he's also used Emerson as a left centre back and a and a left winger. So I don't know if he if he had him in mind. But you know, either way, I'd much rather Tommy Abraham in the squad as an option to bring on. What are you much rather? What what are you more likely to need in a game? Uh, you know, uh, th- three left backs or or an, another striker to lump on. That was weird. And, um, and I, I did write it down here. And un- unfortunately, Tammy not playing at all, like being completely overlooked by, by Tuchel when he was just about starting to get into his peak is perhaps what hurt his chances of going through the England. Or not perhaps, it's almost impossible Absolutely. for him to get in now. He hasn't played a lot of football at all since since Tuchel's come is coming. If you think of the other strikers, the like the second choice strikers, like Calvert Loon looks like he's gonna go. And he had he's had a brilliant brilliant season, great first half of the season. Yeah. Like if if Ta- if Tommy came in and and I think if he starts more against Chelsea, especially under Tuchel, I think he actually he gets a lot more goals. Yeah. And he Ollie Watkins he has more of a chance. Hit. I think Benny Ings might have more of a chance. Yeah, it's um, I I I'd be surprised. I would have been surprised if if Tammy had wouldn't if he had to start more games, he would be pushing for the, for that spot. Um, mm. I think I think he's I think Chelsea will regret selling him if we do in the summer, and I also don't think we're going to get much money for him now, which is also a strange reason not to play him, considering yeah. we're making room for Kappa as well. Maybe he's just reason. maybe he's just like Simo Werner that much that it's like it's not even worth. Playing Tammy to raise his. I I, on, his Ali, I honestly is. think it's all political. I think I do I think, think so too. <laughs> I I, th- I don't see That's any other gross. reason why you'd play Timo. It also it also might be a bit of long term, slightly or medium term management where he's going. You know, maybe the board's t- it's like political and a good bit of like management. He got like maybe the board's told him Tammy's gone, so mm-hmm. he's like, well, there's no point playing Tammy Abraham if he's not going to be in my squad, and that's not my decision. So you know, I might as well back the the two German lads that are going to be part of this. Like that would make sense, but it's it, it'd be a real shame that Tammy isn't um if Tammy leaves. But anyway, yeah. to give to give credit to Leicester, yeah, like I said, was... the the big moment, like the players had big moments. Like, I think I think all the a lot of the players had like a six or seven out of ten, just solid. Um. The, the centre backs were great, but you know Tielemans, uh, brilliant moment. He's he, he's he's a brilliant player, and I think there's so many players like him at Leicester that that you know a lot of other clubs would happily swap. Go, yeah, I'd have him. I'd have him. I'd have him. Like it's they're an incredible best run team in the country by far. Um, that and, uh, <laughs> again, uh, like this has been talked about so often. Wesley Fofana 
that's like incredible that's an incredible signing and he was he was one of the standouts in the final he's been one of the better defenders in the in the league like he you could mm-hmm. make a case for him in, in your starting 11 in Premier League team of the season uh, given that there aren't that many good center halves this year um yeah and yeah he's he's been incredible Tielemans, the signing of Tielemans has, has been remarkable since they signed him at a time when he was dropping off in form. Um, he'd had he'd had an explosive season and then uh, went to Monaco. I think had a decent start and then kind of started to dwindle. And Lester took a chance on him for I think it was forty million. Uh, it's it's paid off. That yeah, goal he's. Uh, like yeah, he he's been in a foot like I only know him as based. He was a foot manager, wonder kid. Like he yeah. was always the the one. Um and he's it like yeah testament the football manager how good the arts getting because yeah. yeah he's he's the real deal <laughs> even after his poor spell at Monaco I remember seeing the move to Monaco and Monaco had this thing about them at the time like you know I thought they were going to become the next Dortmund where it's like you know player goes there you know really good coaching you know becomes incredible move on and there's a compare about but they haven't quite done that as much they've another few players coming through at Monaco. Mm-hmm. That are being linked about, but um, I was surprised it didn't work out with Tielemans because I had heard so much about him and stuff. But yeah, um, but yeah, and then, and then yeah, he's 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 a great player. Um, him and Ndidi, brilliant midfield. They're just so many. It's a very smart balanced bodies. midfield. It's a really really balanced midfield. It's it's the kind of yeah. midfield I like. There's a midfielder that's pure defensive transition, win the ball mm-hmm. and chip it off to Tielemans, and then there's Tielemans who's this kind of you know box to box then when madison is fit he's the more attacking midfielder so it's it's ball winner center mid attacking mid and yeah. it's it just has a really satisfying look about it on the fi- on the field and and when and there's really good chemistry as a result because everybody knows mm-hmm. precisely what's going on um and yeah the post-match celebrations were insane <laughs> But, yeah, this is it it's like there's not many teams i'd be i think i'd be happier to, to lose to but last last year it was it was lovely and see the the owner come down and obviously lost his father yeah and stuff like that and um like there's no other owners really in football especially in the Premier League anyway not many owners in football would would get the the captain of the club walking them down make and making them giving them the trophy to lift on the pitch with the players all the players around them chanting for him to lift it like it it's it, incredible. I'm so jealous of that. That's incredible, um, and um, and yeah, it was it was brilliant for Leicester, and um, and uh, you know what? Uh, after it's, it's hard to begrudge them at all. Absolutely, and yeah. especially after it's been a month now since the ESL stuff, and yeah, it, it really that was. Yeah, it was that's, kind that's of, the other thing that was that was it's a like, big fu to to, yeah. to those greedy twelve. Um, but Leicester celebrated. Um, they knew they they are gonna have a game three days later. Mm-hmm. At the start of that game, Premier League, Leicester City lose two 0 to Chelsea away from home. Um, uh, I two one uh, two oh yeah two one. Ianacho scored, of course. Sorry. Um, th- I at the start of the game, I felt like Leicester were tired. Didn't look tired look like they're up for it they've dusted off the you know the cup win celebrations and you know win again 
you were all <laughs> over them. I don't know how you didn't win the game. Mm-hmm. The game wasn't done and dusted in the first half. Uh, in the second half, certainly, uh, you should be in a position where like Perez was just a few yards of a shot down, a little bit more composure from from drawing the game. Yeah. What happened there, especially when well, a lot of the same decisions were be, were taken, like Reese James uh, man marking Vardy and uh, Aspicueta was starting a, a right wing back again. I think Chilwell started this time. Um, yeah. How? Um, what, well, what I'll, go, I'll go into my thinking before the game because my my thinking was I was going. I think I my thinking before, even before the FA Cup was I think whoever whoever wins it. The FA Cup, I think, will likely drop the points in the league, um, and uh, especially if it was Leicester, I did, I did feel like, but at the same time, as a wee bit nervous, and uh, considering how bad Chelsea had been against Arsenal and Leicester, and looked like they were kind of running out of steam, like not really creating much, um, I was, I was thinking the worst, and then, um, and and also I was like. This this will show the character of the, of the squad, because if you know if you're if you're gonna get beaten again or not not really put it up to a, up to the team that's after beating you in the cup final and after um uh you know your man Daniel Amardi chucking the the pennant away um you know if you're gonna do it if if you're gonna see all that and lose like that and then watch them lift the trophy. If you don't come out, you know, full guns blazing and, and and you know with loads of passion, passion. Then S H U N. Then um, then you know there's something seriously wrong. But in credit to Chelsea, brilliant first half, uh, absolutely blitzed them. Yeah, as you said, I don't know how we didn't go in go in front. Timo Werner. I'll tell you why. It's because Timo Werner. <laughs> Yeah, two words, Timo <laughs> Werner is the reason why we didn't go in front. You know what? I've, I've, I, I was hating on. I, I was, I was coming. No, not hating. Hating's too strong. I was coming to dislike Timo. All right. Okay. I was really, I was really starting to dislike him, especially because at the at the weekend I had a really good feeling about him, and I backed him. I even put it in our week Discord chat. I was like, I'm feeling good about Werner today for the FA Cup final. Yeah. That blew up in my face. But anyway. I was like really annoyed and all this here, and then you know what? All these, all these goals. I'm like, this man, this man's just trying to live his best life. And you know, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm just coming, I'm just coming to accept that he, oh, oh, what he is. I'm, 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 I'm leaving my expectations for what I thought Timo Werner was at the door, because because it's not worth the 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 the, the negativity it causes me. Like I'm just, I'm just gonna let Timo be Timo, man. He, the man lives offside. I don't know if the man is aware. He like I, I've, it, 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 and it's also something I didn't notice in his game until like the past handful of games. He's he's offside a lot, and it's also yeah. he he goes off celebrating, which shows that that he was completely unaware he was offside. Like most strikers, I remember hearing Gary Lineker talking about it. Like, oh, you know you're up when you're offside. When if you're a striker, you know when you're offside. You go, you'll always check the linesman first of all, but usually you, you'll know for sure. And um, Timo Werner has no clue. 
Like it, it, the amount of times he's celebrating, off celebrating, hmm. and and then and then the goal against and against Leicester, the first one, which is actually a decent we finish into the um, near near side post. Yeah, and he's there on his knees, pointing up to the sky, and and like get yes, yes, finally, and, and it's like <laughs> yeah, and it's like man, can you not, can you not, and, and then and then you see it, and he he's well off, and he's looking right across the line, and I'm like right, okay. Then, then, then the next one, the the handball off the in the back of the net. He runs off knee sliding. He knows he's after hitting his arm. He, he just wants to have his moment, doesn't he? Oh man! He knows what he's. He knows the rules, <laughs> and he goes off. He's near, basically nearly put it in off his arm. Like, like. And what, it's not like. And it's not like it's unfortunate, and he headed it onto his arm or what. That's like <sighs> his arm is extended like chicken celebration style. It's like contact. Like yeah, it was it, yeah, as you say. It's not like it's not like oh, is it shoulder? Is it arm? Yeah, it's literally his bottom half half his arm. And then after the match, he's like, hey, well, you know, I I I felt a little touch and and I wasn't sure, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like. Touch. I, I, and you know, you know what? It, yeah, it, yeah. He always goes just a little touch. I felt a little sh- shove in the back, and the you know, but he, the wow. man like the man's delusional, and and <laughs> you know, he's he, but he's st- he's still like the man's confidence can't be knocked. He's he's just in another planet, like and and, and, and fair play to. Exactly, that's a positive. He, he's, no, you he's know what? This, this is it. I watched the interview and I was like, all the little things that like that what that are, like wear me up. Right now. I'm like, this man's just trying his best. He's trying. He's trying. <laughs> and, 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 and there's no point giving negativity. I'm just gonna let Timo be Timo. Um, Tell you, know, you it's what. gonna co- it's gonna cost us an issue. And I just don't think he should be starting. But I'm not gonna be angry. <laughs> Try not to be angry at him anymore. It's it's and I penalty, but actually that that was what I was gonna say about. Okay, go on. We were we, we were big enough for Fana. That was a really poor mistake. That was that was poor. That, he shouldn't get that tied to him when when the ball is dead. It's going nowhere. Literally, there's, there's two players on him. He's going away from goal. There's absolutely nothing. Just jockey him out. Don't, like keep keep tight to him, but you don't. I think have that's to what like, he was trying to go for. But I think he was uh he was up for it a little bit too much there. Like he was. Yeah. Um. I think. The idea of preventing the chance and the possibility of counterattack was uh, uh, sometimes that it gets to defenders and uh, all right, we're trying to win the ball as fast as possible. Yeah, and they end up doing silly errors like that. But it's, and, it, in my opinion, like you can give all like th- that reasoning, but it, that was that was so poor. It was poor. like it was absolutely like like and, and considering the 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 costs that are are, are at stake are the, like the like it. it they lost the game two one. That was the second goal. Yeah. Um. And I'll tell and, you what. And yeah. And, and Jorginho became Chelsea's top goal scorer in the Premier League. Seven goals, all penalties, and I. He's the top scorer because of it. I still don't rate that. Um. That technique. I don't know why. I'm it's surprised it hasn't been worked out yet. Exactly. Because I swear. You, I swear. It, all you need to do, and Allison is the only one that did it, and it's astonishing that that's the case. All you need to do is stand still, wait for the ball to be kicked, and see where the ball is going, and go and save it. It's not the case for most penalties, and like yeah. goalkeepers have little time to react, and that's why that's why penalties are really difficult. That's why uh, for for goalkeepers, that is that's why there's an above seventy percent chance it's scored, and that's why there are discussions about how to make penalty uh, or penalty shootouts more fair. 
as a way of uh, of tie breaking. But th- genuinely, this technique, it's more difficult for goalkeepers because they have a little time to react to a penalty kick. So mm-hmm. you end up having to kind of decide where you're jumping beforehand. But you know yeah. that's the way Jorginho is going to hit it. And you know it's just, it's just going to trickle in at a corner, maybe yeah. even down the so, middle. So there's, time, just wait. there's time to wait. That split second to wait and then go. Yeah. yeah. I, just wait for I, I, that, that would make sense to me as well. And you know what? It's, it, it, the, also, the other thing about the technique is, so Hazard, used, Hazard and Yaya Torre used to take penalties it, kind of in a similar way. So they, they watch the goalkeeper, eyes on the goalkeeper the whole time. <clears throat> they'll wait for the goalkeeper to move. If the goalkeeper doesn't move, they'll put it right in the bottom corner, mm-hmm. but not much pace on it. And, and you know, some goalkeepers try to do, to do that. With Jorginho, so the whole point, the whole reason that works with Yayatori and Hazard is because they have control over it. They're able to see where the goalkeeper's going to go, and they're able to change the direction at the last minute. With Jorginho's technique, I don't know if he how much control he has or how much um yeah how much control or how much ability he has with the hops with the wee hop he does as to whether to change the direction because you end so, up hacking it with with like the inside of your foot and like, yeah i like i i, I would have thought i would have thought like if, if if you st- if the goalkeeper stands on his line yeah i think it might pa- one panic Jorginho and two if, if um I don't know if he's able to change the direction, but a lot of the time the goalkeepers just end up standing in the middle, like sort of shot. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how he's done it, and um, it's worked for and, Bruno you know, Fernandez a lot too. I don't know why these two specifically just decided to make this this little jump, um, but Bruno Fernandez sometimes just whacks it off corner, uh, but yeah. Jorginho seems to make it less often. Um, and uh, I, 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 my the best technique I've seen for penalties is, ha- is hazards. The one where you watch the goalkeeper, but you have to be incredibly good. And yeah. I think he's he, Hazard missed two penalties, but it's it's a it's a pretty foolproof technique if you've got the bottle for it. Like we say that he has scored all seven. Uh, is it all seven? Seven out of eight, I think, uh, because obviously there's one. That oh yeah, this is Jorginho's works, but if as you say, it feels like it should be should have been worked out by now. It should, but maybe there's uh, more. Maybe there's more to it. Maybe the maybe it's just really hard to read. I would like to, if there is by chance, if you're like a goalkeeping coach, uh, again, the Twitter handle, guys, is JAF underscore pod. Send us a DM and, and just let us know, like, why are every, why is pretty much every goalkeeper tricked into this? Just standing still or, like, going the other way when the penalty isn't really that good. Surely if you watch the ball rather than the man, you shouldn't be that tricked. Um, but, yeah, that's that's mm. the only disappointing thing that Casper Michael did do in the in the past week, because I'll tell you what, that FA Cup performance was absolutely incredible. He won them the FA Cup on unreal and two great players. You, you can't say much much bad about him after that. Um, apart from this penalty, he's underrated as well. I think he is. Like he's um and and you know, he was someone. Whenever Courtois went, he was someone I was thinking kind of what we're doing with Mendy now. I was thinking. We get him for you know twenty to thirty million, not break the bank. Get him for you know his next few seasons, and just wait for the next wonder kid goalkeeper to come along. And then whenever the right goalkeeper comes along, we'll, we'll, we'll pounce. And I feel like that's what we're doing with Mendy now. We spent twenty million on him. You know we're gonna we're gonna wait. Uh, you know well, there's no rush on us now to go out and buy a, a, another Kepa. We, we we 
and wait until uh, like a the next wonder kid, the next all black or someone comes comes along and we can be first to him. That's what that's what I that's my thinking anyway. But with um with goal the goalkeeping situation, but yeah. like uh, Schmeichel was one of those I thought oh I wouldn't mind Schmeichel. He seemed he seemed good character as well. Um, Very good character. Like uh, you, the harmony in the Leicester City should tell you a lot about this squad. Um, and yeah, Casper Schmeichel is has been there all along. Um, he's their captain, so you 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 know he's if you get him into your dressing room, he's uh, he's going to be a great addition. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah. if Casper Schmeichel was English, he'd be starting for England. That no yeah. debate really. Uh, and he could, he could as well, couldn't he? He's born, was he born in Leeds or Manchester or something as well? Well, he played a World Cup, so unlucky. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know he's Denmark, but he he could have. Oh yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, on the topic um, of goalkeepers, uh, was there anything, any other like thoughts you had about about Chelsea and Leicester before we move on to my favorite moment this season? Oh yeah. Um, was there any? Is there anything? There was something else. Um, it's gone now. It's I gone. think you've anything else before we go. If it's gone, uh, it's not that important. Um, Alison Becker. <laughs> Alison Becker. Great build up. <laughs> yep. Um there are two there are two moments that stand out for me. And uh it, we're, it's funny, we're talking about Chelsea again here. There are two moments with uh from this season, like from the games that were without fans, that I think Stand out for me in 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 different ways. Um, there is Allison's goal against um, against West Brom, and there's mm-hmm. there's also the Mason Mount Chris Post acceleration when they scored the second against Real Madrid. It felt like a moment to themselves, like a moment of just uh, like we have gone this far, this is mm-hmm. it. Like we've we've achieved something incredible here, and that was kind of the moment of release. Um, and there's something. Like there's something that makes me smile about it being without fans and, and it being those groups, th- that group of people just having this moment on their own. But that Allison moment as well was the same. I missed it. I I, d- it. I didn't see it live either. I didn't see it live. I was, uh, it was my graduation ceremony that was uh, postponed from the, from last year. And congratulations. Thank you. And it, it, like I, I saw the goal getting scored in the 90th minute. Like uh, my brother and I were taking a selfie, Kareem. Hi, Kareem. Uh, we were just like taking a selfie or something, and the, the notification popped up: 90th minute, Liverpool two one. And I wasn't really paying attention to the game. I was kind of forgetting it was it was happening. And then I opened up Twitter, and it's like the I, I was really surprised just by the fact that the graphic for Allison. Scoring yeah, goal, I, I saw know, the guy. The guys out. that make it, the, the the guys that make the graphics, like like some company were like, finally it got used. Like, <laughs> got <laughs> and used I never thought it should get used. It was impressive. Like, for that's that's like because you have the most have to do that every game yeah. for like um for like the particular fixture. I think it's pretty impressive. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I I guess you have to do it for every name in the in the squad anyway. But man, yeah, I, obviously you wouldn't have. He wouldn't have thought that it was going to be used as the first time a Liverpool goalkeeper has ever scored a goal. Uh, yeah. Ever. Like, in a competitive game. In a competitive fixture. Uh, I think there was once... Uh, I, I've heard it somewhere on a podcast, like, many, many decades ago, when uh, there was, like, a goalkeeper that was fielded out 
uh, as a forward and, and he scored, I think, in a friendly or whatever. But that's the first time a goalkeeper. For, for Liverpool, yeah. Yeah, for Liverpool. Right. Uh, but that's the first time a goalkeeper playing as a goalkeeper has scored for Liverpool. Um, and what header it was as well. That goal. Just, Incredible header. It's, it's an amazing header. And it's th- the fact that he he found himself a spot in the area um, where, you know, defenders aren't going to be there and didn't have much time to decide. The ball was whipped in with that much pace and he had the, he didn't even have a split second to decide how he's going to head it. Never mind, get himself to a spot, run towards the ball, flick his head and hit it, it it's, it's one of the power. hardest techniques to do. Like, a glance and header is, is so hard. Like, it's not just like planting your head straight on it. It's, to get the neck movement right, to, to glance it into, into the far post. Yeah. Incredible. And in the first half, we were, we were poor. Uh, I, I caught a, some of the game, and it, did, it looked like yet another one of those where we were just passing the ball around, trying to look for solutions, and just not seeming to find it really, hard, really easy to shut down, uh, and missing the odd chance or two. Uh, but that goal changes everything. The injection of momentum, the injection of points, more importantly, that that leaves us uh, on the final day of the season with a chance to just beat Chris Paul and be in the top four. And while Leicester City have been in the top four for most of the season, I mean, the last time they dropped out of fourth place, they were in the top four all season. I'm just looking at the chart now. They have they have not been fifth until now, and that drops them down to fifth after our win today. Liverpool uh, just won against Burnley three nil, very comfortable win. Now we're on sixty six points with a four goal difference above Leicester, and the fact that it's three nil is important because it gives us a little bit of a cushion on goal difference. Fergal, you play Villa away, you win and you go through easy, right? Yeah, um, I, I wish it was that easy. Um, Villa are a good team, and like Chelsea, the one with just, um, like I don't know which Chelsea's going to turn. Up. Like, if it's the same Chelsea turned up in the first half against Leicester, well, we should blitz them. Yeah. And it should be three 0 by half time, uh, as long as oh. Timo stays on side, um, <laughs> and yep. um, and yeah, it's. But there's no guarantees at the moment, like the, and also I like we don't we look, Chelsea look really really um, look, like no no um no they struggle to score goals whenever especially when the other team takes the lead and go hmm. goes into a good defense block we end up going out wide a lot and trying to cross from wide areas. Uh, there's not much to we're not that penetrative through the middle, um, uh, and we kind of need the other team to be to be looking to play out to to get to get a bit more space. Um, that's where I hope someone like Pulisic, what can you know with that dribbling ability, can can make something happen him and Mount, um, and also you know I would start Tammy Abraham. Right, that's the last time I mentioned his name, <laughs> but I would start him. Um, well, I don't but yeah, it's um, 
unfortunately. But yeah, it's um, I I it, it I I'm I'm fairly confident, but after the the week that it's been, there's no guarantees. Villa played fairly well against Tottenham. Tottenham mm-hmm. were terrible. Raglion scored one of the best <laughs> strikes of the season. Oh, what a goal, sir! Um, yeah. His first goal uh, for Tottenham. No Unbelievable. Uh, I think um, the way you've waited this game, uh, I think your defensive structure is very well set up to um, shut down Jack Grealish. Uh, very much. You so. know, you know what it is actually, Ali. Sorry to cut you off. You're yeah. saying about the defense, and that and that is true. And and you know what it is the only thing that's let us down recently has been mm-hmm. individual mistakes. Um, you know, Reese James giving the ball away in the FA Cup yeah. final. Jorginho passing it back into his own goal. Um, yeah. that led to Arsenal's goal it's it's individual mistakes and if you cut them out um, oh and also Kovacic it was, was the third that was th- it's worrying that there's three individual mistakes in three three games um, one wherever we were so consistent so it's like as long as as long as we don't do that I don't think we'll concede because we haven't really conceded through any other means Um, but yeah it's um it's it's going to be tough, but I expect us to do it. And then Leicester of Tottenham. Leicester of Tottenham. I, I think Leicester I expect, win. I expect Leicester. I think I, Leicester I win Leicester. easy. Um, but it's the last. The other thing is the last day. The last day of season can be mad. Like it like, could, like, but it's only. It's the, really only those three games that are of significance. Mm. Um, that day. And we we all know uh, the the last game of the season can can be mad. I remember the the last time Liverpool went into the last game of the season, um, hunting for for fourth place, we started terribly against Middlesbrough, who were last place I think, uh, and then in the forty fifth minute, just before the end of the first half, Gini Wijnaldum scored, and it we cruised from there. So, uh, knowing Anfield will have fans in it, um, I think. Gives us it gives us more of a chance to be honest because we just look, we we've just looked sluggish this year. I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe we do need fans to, to perform, but whatever. But if if we score early, if Liverpool score early, that should set us up nicely. I do worry about the amount of times it was today, to for for runners to get in behind in in that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Burnley game, but if, if we if can... Burnley have better strikers, they cause you a lot more, or more mobile strikers. I think they cause you. A oh, lot more they would uh, they would go one you... up. If Burnley have more yeah. better strikers, they go one up. Uh, would missed a sitter from six yards, um, but not if you want it for us, and that's what matters. Uh, Nathaniel Phillips, one of the one of the players of the season for Liverpool, Fergal. Easily, I think most of the other players haven't been that good, so. Uh... I I think he makes it in. Yeah, it, like I to be honest, I haven't really noticed it much until Liam is is one of my favorite <laughs> mates from from the our yeah. Discord chat. We're all in. He's he's been piping up about him, and in fairness, he he done very great clearance off the line, great goal, um, and um, he looks he looks solid, and and he's he's had to cope with that. Yeah, a lot a lot of um, a lot of different partners beside him, and and but he's he's been pretty solid he's that um, been that much of a surprise actually how much how how good he's performed that 
you were uh, you and many others didn't know that he and Reese Williams were different people. Yeah, I, 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 I <laughs> until until they played together, I thought Reese Williams and um, and Nat, uh, Nat Phillips were, were the same person. And uh, <laughs> I just thought it was. I thought it was one academy centre back from Liverpool. I didn't realise Reese Reese Phillips, whatever his name is. Um, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> Reese Phillips. That that would be a good name. A good standard centre back academy centre back. Nathaniel name. Williams. Yeah, Nat, Nat, Natty Williams. Nathaniel, Nathaniel Williams. Williams. Another one. Um, but yeah. yeah, I do worry about this uh, partnership in terms of how easy it is for for strikers to find running runners in behind, um, and that's the only thing. But Crystal Palace shouldn't cause us many trouble unless you uh, you just let Zaha free. If you let as, him make as runs, is as a, as a injured, which would be uh, which would be a big. Uh, I I really hope he's well. It's an Achilles injury, apparently. Um, no, yeah, apparently he's going to be out for a lot of the next season, which yeah. is a real shame because he's one I wanted want Crystal Palace to beat you, and two, he's he's a fantastic player to watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I I I he should get by. Bente- the only thing is Bente- like Bente- it's Benteke and Zaha if they can get some sort of um moment of magic, but Arsenal got past them today. Uh, yeah. Though it sounded like it was it was tough. At it was times. tough. They, I think they wanted the ninety first minute today, uh, and then yeah, like they scored ninety first, and then and again in at a time. Martin Odegaard getting his first two assists back to back. Gabriel Martinelli scored his first goal since that Chelsea goal since the Kante slip, uh, which uh, which I found interesting. He's uh, and I'm happy for him because he's uh, he's been injured for a very long time. Uh, so I the only my only worry is not um, is that if the center def- uh, if the center backs can hold their own, I have to say they before like in the first period of the game they did look like two bags of nerves, Williams and Phillips. So if they mm-hmm. can if they and they are very good defenders, they are very Nat, Nat Phillips can genuinely be an, an England center back for a long time. But Reese Williams still has a lot of developing to do. But if they can just hold their own, stay composed, remember that it's it's at the end of the day it is only just one game, <laughs> and uh, and just try to see themselves through. I think we should be fine. I, I don't. Um, I think it's going to be like a two nil win. Score prediction. Score prediction for Liverpool Crystal Palace. For all three, let's do that. Yeah, um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm going I'm gonna go with my heart and say. Uh, You're all... I'm gonna say Desmond. A Desmond. <laughs> I mean, it, Crystal, it is a win Crystal, for football, but not a Desmond. Crystal Palace. <laughs> Crystal Palace uh, two, Liverpool two. Okay. Um, I will say, Leicester Tottenham. One nil in the eighty-sixth minute for Leicester City. All right, we're we're going that. Pre- <laughs> no, I'm not going that precise, but I can just see the 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 match unfolding. I think Leicester I will see, be I really see, nervous and then find a breakthrough. I see if I can one up you. I see. I'll go. I I think it'll be. I think it'd be three-one Leicester. Oh, you say you think it's gonna be that easy? 
I I think it'll be I think it'll be tight, but I think I think they'll run away with it because they they they're just a good team and and Tottenham, Tottenham just aren't doing it. I go I go three one. And um, he natural brace. That's my added. That's my added bit of detail. Nice. Uh, Villa Chelsea. I'll take yours first. Villa Chelsea. Uh, two nil. Two nil. Mount, 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 and I'm gonna back my boy Timo. <laughs> Timo. Okay. Desmond. You pre- I predicted oh, a 2 0 for Liverpool. You predicted a 2 0 for Chelsea. Desmond, we predicted Desmond for each other. That's what's going to happen. Uh, if if they do draw, I th- and, and Leicester and. Oh, yeah. Chelsea draw. Liverpool and Leicester win. Liverpool and Leicester are in the Champions League. Chelsea in the yeah. Europa League sets up a Champions League final to save their season. To save their season. Because yeah. in that instance, you'll have lost the cup final, you'll have lost top four, and you'll have lost. Oh, I mean, the Champions League final is basically your season, do or die. And this is it. Uh, and and it all comes back to the characters. And I don't know if we have the the those characters in the team like like the that we did have for that. Like Aspilicueta is a, a a good captain, but he's no John Terry. Like even Lamp, like you go th- Lampard, Drogba, Czech, they would all be better captains than Aspilicueta. And that's mm-hmm. no slight and aspect quite it's just that shows that how good they are um and that was the spine of the team so like yeah if 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 Chelsea don't do it it's it's really worrying um and I don't I don't know how we'll do in the in the final I also think man city um I'm a bit worried the fact that we have beaten them twice I don't know if that helps us revenge I don't, <laughs> uh, we're not even revenge but it's like I feel like, you know, you don't usually with top six clubs, you don't usually beat them three times in a row. You usually go yeah. like, you might beat them twice and then you get a draw or something. But it's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I am, I'm a lot more worried than I once was. And the it's all down to that Arsenal result. If we win that, I think, I, I think if we win that, I think the whole week could the the whole end of the season could be a lot more feel a lot more different. It sounds ridiculous because mm-hmm. it's one game, one unlucky moment. But I feel like if we, I think the momentum did change a bit with that. Yeah. And I think if you, if we win that, we go into the cup final a lot a lot better. We win that. And it's then, a butterfly effect, isn't it? Yeah, it's it. It all has a knock on effect, as you said. Um, so yeah. But um, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting, and I'm not fully confident of 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 Chelsea. Um, but that's just my sort of, you know, pessim- pessimism. pessimistic side. And I'll tell you what, I yeah, was pessimistic pessim- about Liverpool for a long, long, long time. Ever since we had the stretch of six defeats at Anfield in a row, uh, was it in a row? I don't even know. It's been a long season. But I'll tell you what, that Allison goal is fit to turn anybody's mood around. Yeah. Thank you, Fergal, for coming on. We'll see you next time, guys, with the England Spotlight.